<laughs> Are you ready, bro? Yeah, let's get to it. Ready, Johnny? Yeah, 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 man. You already know what the fuck it is, man. DJ Jerry, a.k.a. the voice of the streets. It's that motherfucking Mixtape Trappers Radio, man. I got two special guests in the building, ho. Will and DeVito Beats, man. What's happening? Man, what they do? What's going on? Looking forward to it, man. What's happening, man? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh... For the people that don't know, you know what I'm saying? They know, I'm going to get to you, dog. Like, I'm going to get to you, dog. Yeah. But for the people that don't know Will, you know what I'm saying? Who are you and um, what you do? Yeah, so, you know, I'm behind the scenes a lot. Um, You know, like, from a management capacity, you know, I was born and raised here, but, you know, I'm L.A.-based now. I went to school out there, you know, and I'm working with Chicken, uh, Solo Key, a few new producers, um, and also some newer artists as well. So I'm kind of, like, just the operation guy, you know, looking to, like, Make things move and shake behind the scenes. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's what it do. So you basically manage, right? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Okay, that's what it do. You know what I'm saying, man? We got Vito in the motherfucking building, <laughs> man. The Vito Beats, man. What it do, man? What it do? Man, what's happening, bro? You know what I'm saying, man? Niggas already know who you is, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, let them know who, who a couple big songs you produce, you know what I'm saying, in the city or mm. wherever, man. Let them know. Refresh these niggas' memory. Man, I did a lot of that shit for Big C. Yeah. Pulling up in my own lane. Mm-hmm. Um, Little Chicken Crazy with the Rags, Terry Crews. Man, um, 32 <laughs> bars for YP and Keys. Like, yeah. I did a lot of shit, bro. I'm just, yeah. you know, trying to do my <laughs> shit. <laughs> you got his, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, but honestly, like, how do it feel to be one of the uh, premier, you know what I'm saying, producers in the city? Because you a household name in the city. Like, how do that feel? I mean, it feel good for the most part, you know, but I feel like uh, it's still more work to be done, right? you know? So, I mean, I don't really get too much on, like, a high horse. It's just, like, I'm just looking to keep it moving forward, you know? And then I'll really be happy when I see myself on the Grammys or even just people that's under, you know, under with my team to be big, you know? Mm-hmm. So, still more work to be done. No bullshit. You know? Hey, but shit, like, what, what do y'all got going on together, though? Like, what will bring y'all here today? Yeah, so essentially, you know, we, we partnered in with, you know, Cream Bridge, which is like, you know, a full-service talent uh, management company, you know, and we just really looking to empower creatives, you know, you know, and develop their own entrepreneurial acumen to where they're protecting their intellectual property, monetizing it, and, you know, like really building a legit sustainable music career to where, you know, eventually we want to facilitate, like, legitimate label situations, but, you know, really on, on our side, it's just about building the artists and making sure their business is intact, you know. Mm-hmm. Bullshit, because a lot of people, don't, they don't have that intact in the city, you know what I'm saying, <clears throat> believe it or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, <clears throat> like, what can y'all offer, like, uh, somebody that got a buzz or somebody that, uh, that's trying to get a buzz, you know what I'm saying? Like, what can y'all offer? Yeah, so essentially, you know, with Vito, he on the production end, mm-hmm. you know, and now we begin to uh, build our own umbrella where we got, you know, Young Bolt that's going crazy, He's kind of Solo's go-to guy right now. And then, mm-hmm. you know, the silent killer is Meezy. You know, he got a crazy YouTube and beat stars uh, presence. You know, he called a placement on Roddy first tape. But in terms of, like, what we offer, it's literally, like, building out a legit, like, music business, establishing your entity as an artist and a producer, you know, and just handling the business to where you got, like, a legit paper trail on thing, your metadata is registered, and that you get in a position to where you you know, generating those royalty checks every quarter from your publishing and on the master side as well. So it's really just the organization making a legit music company and then from there, like, looking to get, you know, over the hump because we got the talent here, you know, and you see, like, with a Lacay, like, being in a yeah. label situation, you just see the immediate <coughs> difference. So, like, the end goal is to basically, you know, 
get our artists to a platform where they recognize nationwide and you know they got like top 100 top 40 you know urban uh hits in their chart so that's like really the end goal. hell yeah yeah you know what i'm saying but like who all y'all got you know what i'm saying on y'all label besides chicken and uh solo key of course but like who y'all fucking with? Yeah. Man, we got some killers, man. <laughs> we got some killers. I don't even want to tell you their names. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, we got a uh, DJ. Y'all gonna be man hearing him pretty soon, man. Young dude, man, super hard, mm-hmm. super hard, man. He, man, he spit it from his soul, bottom of his soul. Yeah. For real, for real. Um, shit, who else we got? And I say like, in addition to us having a footprint here, you know, I'm based in LA, so you know, I'm also like co-managing. Uh, David Sebastian, you know, he just executed, yeah. like, a partnership with, like, Warner and then BPG Music. And then, you know, my other guy, Lonja, you know, from Watson, like, you know, he he's, like, buzzing right now on the circuit, Um, you know, finna be locking in with some, you know, features uh, like the Kalen For Real, For Real, and a few other guys that's kind of making noise on the L.A. scene. So we kind of really just that dual threat, you know. But we got, like, the West Coast, and now we looking to really build our staple here. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? But, but like, far as when y'all looking for talent, like, what do y'all go by? Do y'all go by ear or do y'all go by the numbers or do y'all go by, like, like how do y'all determine, who, you know what I'm saying, who y'all uh, fuck with and who y'all don't fuck with? <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, with me, what I pretty much look for is, man, it's just like a sound, you know, just for me being like a producer. First, it's like a certain sound that I look for when I'm listening to, like, somebody, how they really kick it. Like, I'm listening to, like, the cadence how you like your rhyme pattern rhyme schemes i'm looking for a lot of different things when i'm listening to like artists to really know like if you got it or not or or if you really even like worth putting time into that's for artists and producers you know so it's just something that i just i don't know it's just i got like a little instinct when it comes to it you know so i mean Mm -hmm. i didn't man been doing it for years with a lot of different people who you know really came like from you know just rocking with me. No bullshit. Yeah. yeah cause, and I was going to say? say, too, like, for me, it's just, like, culture, bro. It's, like, because literally, you know, it's 30,000 songs that come across every DSP every day. So that's over 200,000, you know, weekly. So we just flooded with shit left and right. So for me, it's just, like, you know, one, what's your story? How, how good do you tell it both, you know, from a storytelling and then visually with your videos? And it's just, like, you know, the cadence, the uniqueness. Like, how do you make people react, like, at the end of the day, can you really connect with, with fans and emotionally resonate or, you know, just be on some entertaining shit? Like, do, are you able to, like, cut through the clutter and, like, really stick and, like, have people, like, really fucking with you in real life? And, like, you know, it's some situations <clears> where <throat> an artist doesn't even got a release song and then some, like, they might be farther along. But to me, it's like I don't never really get too caught up in the numbers because, you know, we're going to build those up. It's just more so, like, like what's your cultural merit and, like, really kind of making an assessment off that. Yeah, That's for real. Saying. Uh, Hell yeah You know what I'm saying Like I I remember Man me and Vito Go way back Man original mixtape track (laughs) Real Original Straight up Talking about since day one man Going across the Going across the hall Man (laughs) Jerry out To Cuz Dollar Dollar Shout out Yeah shout out Man man, Long nights in the studio Man Bro We'll be Nigga I used to have a studio I remember last time You came over here You you brought You fresh from my memory bro When the studio was in my daughter room Yeah that shit was, yeah. I was like, damn, dog, that was a long-ass time ago. Bro, me and Jerry go way back, way, way, way back. Yeah, it's crazy. But shit, I know you started off with Hood, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's first, like, one of the, man, first dudes that I really, uh, like, fuck with on the music scene. Um, I had did a beat battle back in 07, mm-hmm. and I won the beat battle and shit, and that's when Hood found me. 
And ever since then, we've been locked in. That was back in shit, what, 07? 07. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? And then, like, you just kept growing and growing. Like, you work with, uh, you know what I'm saying, Uh, Easy and all of that. You know what I'm saying? Easy in their early stages. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the biggest difference you see between uh, then and now with the music today? I feel like from back in in those days, it was more about, like, your street grind because right. YouTube exists, you know, existed back then, but it wasn't that big to be putting yourself on. So all the artists that I was working with back then pretty much was like really investing in themselves and really like on the ground with it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and on the ground running with it. But like now I feel like it's, uh, you know, more faster and easier for artists to kind of keep up with the pace, you know, by dropping music, putting videos out. Cause back then you didn't have a lot of videographers and a lot of different platforms to, you know, release your music. You pretty much had to like burn CDs and you had to really take them from state to state, you know, but it was just different back then. It was different back then, but I kind of appreciate both of them because I seen both. Right. You know, so I mean, I fuck with both, uh, you know, um, you know, ways that people release music or however you want to put it, you know, mm-hmm. fuck with it all. If I kind of think the streaming is just a little easier though, it's a li- it's easier and it's cheaper though. But not the back end, you ain't it ain't nowhere near the same. Not necessarily because shit, people got to listen to you. You're right. They got. They got to want to listen to you. You're right. You're right. Just like you had to go to them gas stations, get your CDs out. I'm talking about, man. We went to South by Southwest, and we seen giving out people CDs, and we'd walk right past again and see our CDs on the ground. We just have to pick them back up. You know, people do that when they don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. So that's not nothing to take personal, but that's just how it is when you're a stranger. You know what I'm saying? So, I like I said, I didn't seen it all, bro. You know what I mean? So. Bullshit. Because, you know what I'm saying, like, you work with a lot of people, but, you know what I'm saying, you're best known for working with Vic C. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Man, like that's best my known boy, for man. Vic C. Free my boy, man. Free yeah. my boy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what's what's going on with his situation? Like, much as you could talk about, like, what's going on with the situation, and, and can we be expecting a release date from him? Yeah, we got a release date. I think it's uh, going to be a, a little hot second. You know, not too, too long, but he got a little, little hot second, you know. But, uh, so, so. Yeah. Probably as much as I can say. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Because we, we, I, I seen I seen what was going on, bro. And he had a good thing going on before he went <sighs> damn, in. Damn, and, uh, damn, damn, Bro, I was trying to get him up here, bro. Like he 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 spent me, bro, one time. Then he rescheduled one time. Then he said he wanted to do it at a restaurant one time. <laughs> and then I hear nothing else about from him, bro. Yeah, he's so antisocial. Yeah, he's social but antisocial at the same time. It's like. All the stars got to connect for him to do it right then and there type shit. He just like that. But shout out to C, man. Free my boy. Yeah, shout out C. And, like, I I know it's irrelevant, bro, but it was one of my most requested, bro, like, interviews, bro. Big C and 54, baby. Like, them my most requested. They be like, man, when you going to interview them? When you going to interview 54, baby? When you going to interview them? I'm like, and I just be trying to make it happen for the people. You know what, yeah, what I'm saying? Like, right. it's like, yeah, hey, but shit, but like, what what um, inspired you to get um, in a music background, like, period? Though, that's a great question. So, you know, I used to hoop or whatever, and then mm-hmm. who you hoop for, bro? So, I, I played a year at University of Wisconsin River Falls, and then Riverside City College in the in the Inland Empire in Cali. So, you know, after that kind of ran its course, you know, I seen the ball was gonna start bouncing. You know, I just transferred academically to like UCLA, and then from there, you know. I got involved with, you know, bringing artists to campus, and I kind of found my niche in the UCLA radio and was even able to get, like, first interview with Roddy, Corday, and even, like, 24K Golden. So, like, you know, with that platform, you know, I was even able to, to bring it back to the city in a 
you know, I, I always was just thinking like, damn, you know, why doesn't our talent surface? Or like, you know, why aren't we in the label system? Or, you know, why does this song, you know, do 3 million views with no marketing or whatever, but like, it don't, it don't go to that next level. So, um, you know, I picked up the music industry minor and then, um, you know, initially started working with artists in like LA and Oakland. And then, you know, I just got to a point where it's like, anytime I talk to someone in the industry, it's like, I'm from Milwaukee and like, you know, they first point of reference, it'd still be like Cuckoo Kyle. And, you know, now people starting to see Lakea, you know, and things like that. But it's like, you know, it's a whole fucking market of talented people, like, that don't got the spotlight. So that was, like, you know, my initial inspiration. Like, man, I got to tap in with the crib. And, like, you know, I want to be behind, you know, the artists that are really able to break through, flourish. And then, you know, that's going to just open the door to where, you know, we could be a Detroit, you know, a Chicago to where, you know, we might have a few that, or getting the platinum plaques, but then you still got everybody with, like, a sustained fan base to where they all, like, are getting, like, you know, those national looks. So that, that kind of always was, like, my purpose to, like, really, you know, get out here with the artists and, like, figure it out and be able to take the shit the distance. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> the question for any of y'all, but, like, what do you think, why do you think the city hasn't reached that level yet? You know what I'm saying? Like, we've been doing it for a long time. Cuckoo Cow, we had Ray Nitty, we had... Plenty of motherfuckers. Boog was hot at the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's been so many motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? But, like, why you think Milwaukee ain't reached its peak yet? In my opinion, um, <clears throat> I feel like um, with Milwaukee, man, we just got to really start uh, positioning ourselves to start uh have, you know, better marketing, to start putting ourselves out there a little bit better as far as, like, on the marketing side. I think that's where we kind of you know, kind of dropping the ball at as far as the music. Because, you know, you'll see, like, they put the money in different places, you know. I feel like if you really start to put your money into the things to um, propel yourself into, you know, for other people to start seeing you to be bigger, you know, I feel like then that's when it'll start to reflect more, you know. And I'll say, like, on the flip side of coin, like, the most immediate and obvious is, like, you know, artists will build up momentum and they'll be sidetracked, set back, you know, because incarceration, you know. Um, and, you know, essentially it's like here, like, for the most part, you know, artists, their music career hasn't been, like, economically viable to where they really generating it to take care of their family. So it's like, you know, when you got other things going on and, you know, you had those career setbacks, like y'all just talked about Big C, you know, and the same thing, you know, could be said for chicken, you know, um, etc. And that's like another thing with our company is like understanding that and it's like how do we build a social apparatus to where we can kind of be preventative to to avoid certain, you know, pitfalls. And you know the game is the game. So, you know, um it's ultimately like God and destiny at the end of the day. But it's just like, you know, figuring out like, you know, what we could do, you know, to get people in a position because, you know, when you get in a position to be a full time musician and you got that talent here like, that's when we're going to really see a breakthrough. But this music shit, it take a lot of intestinal fortitude on every side. Manager, you know, even from what you're doing to an artist, it's like, this shit ain't, even if you get a viral hit, then you got to leverage that to get the right deal. And then the label, you know, they want that song to become as big as it can, and you got to follow up with a project. If that shit don't hit, you're going to get shelved, you're going to get dropped. So it's like, you know, regardless, it's always going to be a long, enduring grind. But, like, for us now in the city, it's just about, man, get into a place where MPD ain't fucking with you and you don't get knocked or worse happens to where you could literally just be a full-time artist. And, like, 
I think that's been the biggest challenge, like, for all of our acts, because you can see everybody them being knocked and, like, at the height of their career where they had a run, and now it's like, you know, you kind of start over in a sense to where, you know, and sometimes the sound moves and shit. So, like, man, hip-hop is a young sport, and it moves at lightning speed, and, like, sometimes those setbacks, you know, could really um, hinder your career trajectory. So I think that's, like, the the biggest thing is, you know, just navigating, you know, that side of things. Yeah, for real. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, but outside looking in, you know what I'm saying, like, who do y'all think got a good situation uh, that's hot right now, that's in it, whether it's underground or the industry, like, who it look like got a, a good situation as far as on the business side? From here? No, just period, anybody. Like an example? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you know, I mean, Vito like a strong advocate, but just look at the Detroit scene, you know, with PZ's like, you know, built Rio and like, that's a big thing too, because yeah. like Empire is behind a lot of Detroit, you know, and we definitely need Gazi to, to, to fuck with us. But at the end of the day, we got to become the Gazi. We got to have a distribution platform and, you know, build everything up. But like from an industry standpoint, like someone that, you know, I could say like, built their own entity, you know, and did a partnership. Um, man. Because, like, niggas be having deals, but you don't want to just get a royalty deal. You want to get a, a 50-50 net profit to where your entity is still in control of your career. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, the shit's slipping me right now. But, Vito, <laughs> you want to talk about, like, you know, just your perspective on the Detroit scene and how we can get there. <clears throat> man, um, I told people, like, two years ago when I started listening to Rio, I'm like, man, dude's up next. I already knew it. So just seeing his whole his whole wave, you know what I'm saying? I just kind of seen it happen. And just how they built their whole, like, Rio basically built his whole city up. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, And it's just, I don't know, just crazy because I knew it was going to happen like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I sit back and I wish that Milwaukee was kind of like that. <clears throat> you know, our yeah. stuff here is just so, you know, territorial. As far as when they come to, oh, he from this place, he from this place. I can't do nothing with this. I can't do nothing with that. But all it's going to take is for one person to kind of lead the way for everybody to, you know, uh, bust the door now. But, you know, so our city not like that, you know. But we look at them and we listen to them. But it's like our city, you know, we just got to, you know, kind of everybody needs to have more unity here. You know? And then just to circle back, like an example from like a business perspective that, is like immediate, is like NLE Chopper, right? Because, you know, he initially started with United Masters. He built up his own buzz, had a viral moment, leveraged the partnership with Warner. You know, multi-million dollar deal, you know, initial period plus, you know, options. And it's like, you know, he licensed the music to him. So, like, he retained ownership of his master. So, like, on the business side, I would definitely reference him. But just, like, culturally, I definitely think, like, right now, you know, you look at artists like, you know, baby, like, man, young boy is doing better than Ariana Grande on YouTube, man. Justin Bieber on YouTube. So, you know, uh, I think hip-hop is in a real good place. It's diverse, and, like, you know, we the number one genre in the world, so. Bullshit. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, on the business side, you know, DMX, you know what I'm saying, he passed away, mm-hmm. and, he, and, you know, they were saying that he ain't own none of his masters, you know what I'm saying, or none of that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, how can you be in a situation with a big company like Def Jam, you know what I'm saying? Like, it don't make sense to me. Like, it like I don't know. I look at it like, okay, if you've been here fucking with us a little bit, we're going to, you know what I'm saying? We're going to show you love. We're going to uh, up the percentage, you know what I'm saying, on your masters or whatever. Yeah. Like, like, how can that even happen? Like, with a big company like that? It's it's a cold fucking game, man. And you yeah. could just look at the lineage of, you know, black music, like post-slavery, like from 
fucking gospel, blues, jazz, like, chilling circuit, like, you know, we were always exploited, and, like, someone like X, you know, that's when, like, hip-hop still was beginning to, like, really boom and really be commercially impactful to where, you know, they were in the pop space, like, you know, doing, you know, a million first week type shit, so it's, like, 20 years ago, it was definitely harder to to negotiate an equitable deal, And, and the thing is, bro, like, to be able to get a certain situation, it requires leverage, and it's going to be like negotiation fatigue, and it might be, you know, if you out here fucked up and you know you got a responsibility to be a breadwinner from your family, like sometimes it's not viable to be able to turn down situations to grind out a little longer, and you might, you know, have to go take that upfront advance or this, that, and that, and you might not necessarily be thinking like long-term intellectual property ownership. So, you know, it's just, and that's, you know, when the labels come at you, now I was telling him, you know, with my guy out in, in L.A., like niggas pulling up on him with embellished jeans, giving him rings, like, and he he don't even got like the number buzz yet. And once he does, like, you know, people want to persuade you with this, that, and that. Whole time, you know, if you're not educated, you know, you will get finessed because they have experienced lawyers that have been doing these deals for years, and that's why you got to really, you know, uh, integrate. A strong team, bro. And at the same time, you know, I'm sure Chicken all of them, they'll be like, man, see me calling, like, man, dude, finna get to preaching some music business shit, woo-woo. But, like, even with Chicken, like, you know, could address the elephant in the room. Like, you know, his past situations, you know, he was exploited. You know what I'm saying? And he, those royalty checks weren't addressed to him. But it's like, you know, now with Strictly for the Streets, all that shit is set up to him, his entity. You know what I'm saying? And, Everything going forward, you know, it's going to be papered, you know, and, like, you know, he going to be getting, you know, the the residual income from it. But it's like, you know, you just want to get in a position of being power with knowledge because if you don't, man, that, that learning lesson is going to be expensive. And, you know, the thing about music, it's an asset, bro. It builds value over time, and that's why the labels come at you like, oh, you know, we want to make this a work-for-hire deal to where, you know, Everything you record, we own, but it's like, man, fuck that. This shit finna be licensing and distribution only, and we retaining the ownership. And if you ain't with it, we gonna keep building until we get a more equitable partnership. Bullshit. Yeah, say that again. <laughs> right. Cause I'm tired of it. Like, they gonna own, like, like we, we gotta be in control, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometime, you know what I'm saying? It's like, even with the media shit, like, you know, yeah. looking at, like, how Joe Budden does it versus, like, some other cats where, you know, they just gotta get up there and can't take a holiday break and record so the one thing i can say about milwaukee is like we really do got that diy like independent grind but now it's just time for everybody that to, to elevate rise to the rise to the occasion and like really do this shit you know mm-hmm. and everybody just come together man that's what i was just saying like you take that diy model that we that we really have embedded in us and just break it all together gel it all together as far as everybody right and let's make something happen man oh, yeah, yeah, don't don't lie and don't be biased, bro. Like I'm asking both no, of y'all, be, like, yeah, keep like keeping it all the way, a thousand, yeah, keep, keep it all the way at 100, yeah. bro. Like whoever can answer first, you know what I'm saying? Who who got the most star power? Who you think can compete with the motherfuckers that's that's doing numbers right now, like in Milwaukee right now? I'm a realistically, first. I'm gonna go first, right. And be honest with you, I'm gonna say chicken. Okay, I'm gonna say chicken because uh, for me working with him and just seeing his whole process and what he do. Man, um, dude is he running laps? He running laps around people. Yeah, he running yeah. laps around people. That's one thing I can honestly say. You know, 
Um, <clears throat> just man, everything about him. You know, he he one of the top dogs, and uh, my new guy, DJ. DJ, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get him on there. Yeah. Man, wait till y'all hear him. Man, I'm talking about, man, what? Okay. And, like, to that question, like, you know, not even being biased because we in the mix with him, but, like, I would say chicken as well. Because, like, chicken, you know, man, when you able to come melodically, I just feel like right now that I got a, a farther commercial reach. And, like, look at someone like Baby, right? When he locked in, bro, got over, like, 40 platinum plaques in, what, three years, multiple mixtapes, albums. And, like, I know Chicken can do that when we get him to that platform, bro, because it's like, you know, I'm in a situation where, you know, working with Warner for, like, David Sebastian, and he more eclectic, like, a little... He's not the mode of, like, what's popular in rap, so it's like, with him, it's, like, really cultivating a fan base and, like, fighting for every view. And I'm looking at, like, campaigns that are tens of thousand dollars, and it's like, bro... Chicken slamming like with Terry Crews, 600K off a new YouTube, off a leak, bro. So it's like when you actually (laughs) begin to put the radio promo, put the digital marketing spin, bro, that shit finna, that shit finna skyrocket. So, you know, and I'll just say in general, like we got a lot of, you know, talented artists here, you know, from Mike Mike, you know, uh, Baby Trey, like, you know, down the line, man, it's just really figuring out how to get in the right situation to where it makes sense for you. And then from there, like, you just going to see an explosion, bro. Because it's really, like, the marketing and all that shit that, that be making a difference in terms of, like, you know, what we're hearing on radio or, like, you know, and for the label shit, right? Like, and I could speak on it because it's, like, with Dave, you know, just released a, a record two weeks ago, and it's, like, you know, it's debuting on the top Apple Music playlist, and that's because with the labels, they got a three-week playlisting process, and it's just, like, you getting an automatic booster. It's kind of like certain shit is cheat codes rather than us it's like we got to really just engineer this organic viral shit but that shows you that people he really has like a a fan base and now it's just like we got to just better position it to where we get like an influx of resources to really blow up a record right yeah because you know the the term industry plant uh been going around lately and you know what i'm saying do y'all think that that's a good thing or a bad thing I think it's a good thing in the sense that the label doing a fucking job (laughs) exactly (laughs) and yeah you know, but the, the downside of it is, like, when you try to manufacture an artist to where they're doing the gimmicky, inauthentic shit, like, that's the shit I don't get down with. But, like, you know, let's look at Corey LeRae. Being signed for low-key, I know, at least over a year and a half. And she's on fire right now. So she was going through development, and they was cooking up them records. And, like, she, like, arguably probably the top female rapper right now, I would say. Like, yeah. she, she up the hardest. there. She the hardest. Like, like top five, like. But, and I was listening to her, man, last year. She had a song called The Hills that was cold. She'd been sounding like this, man. but she just got her wheels, you know, turning shit this year with yeah. that song. But she'd been cold. And I say, like, the ultimate industry plant right now, I think, is like a kid, Leroy. You know, you look at, you know, Bibby got him with Grade A Productions, took him over to, to Interscope. He was kind of, you know, doing whatever in Australia, had him as, like, Juice World protege and, like, you know, got the record with Young Boy. He finna do the record with the, the like the New York bull right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do so it was like that's you know just studying that, and you kind of see like you know they've been cultivating and building this up for for years, and like it, it take a lot of resources and manpower to really break artists. You know what I'm saying? No bullshit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, like what do y'all want to accomplish by the end of the year? You know what I'm saying? Like as a team, as a production, or whatever. Like, what do y'all want to accomplish by the end of this year? By the end of this year, man, I want to. Um 
man, just keep building up our team, man, just uh, locking down a lot of the situations that we have moving forward as far as being in this uh, um, independent accelerated program that we in, building up our producers, building up our artists. And, man, you know, just trying to get something really, like, locked in, man. Let's get a, let's get a plaque, bring, bring that shit back home. Yeah, shit, and I say, too, like, right, even from our clients, like, Solo Key, it's like, I think, you know, keep continuing to build on him. You shout know, out to Solo. You know, yeah. shout out to Really Rich, like, you know, the label um, partner and investor behind them. It's like building him up and then going and going and getting the label situation to where, you know, he can drop at a, at a frequent pace and really be scaling his fan, but chicken bro it's like terry cruz making that motherfucker a full moment like you know just high level production video and like being able to go score a situation for him to where he in position to be able to go get platinum plaques and then you know in terms of a company bro like management is a limited skill we can only service so many people so like right now we basically got some things in motion to where it's going to empower our company with resources to work with artists beyond just a management scale to kind of serve some of the distribution gaps in, like, the digital divide right now in the city. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, bro, you, I know you said, bro, y'all been talking plenty of shit about this nigga, bro. Like, like he in the building, man. Yeah, case, bro, bro. Try, Big DJ. Bro, DJ, bro, bro he, he trying to spit something on this <laughs> man, motherfucker. Man, not, bro. And talk to them folks, man. <laughs> man get oh, yeah, on, talk to them folks, hey, man. Hey, Will, let them get on there real quick, bro. Let them get on there, Will. Yeah, come on, let DJ. Let get on there. Bro. Listen, bro, you on, how old is he, bro? I'm 19. 19? I'll be, be 20 in three days. 23 days? If dog, dog, you a young boy, you know what I'm saying, bro? Listen, bro, you got to go crazy, bro. You on Mixtape Travers Radio for the first time, bro. You got to turn up, bro. You got to go nuts. Go yeah. crazy, bro. Let's go. I was like, yeah, bitch, I'm back home. I ain't shit to talk about. Convicted felon with this 40 on me still to bust you down. Can't do that fake brother shit that got me in the gym. And all them niggas broke bad on me when that shit hit the fan. I called niggas through that phone with my own bread. I swear to God, my OG stayed solid through that whole bit. They told me you can't have a gun, bell little broke in. If I tell them, get you that me come back with your whole head. I should have listened when Shanika told me little dick. Cause niggas only try to show that side when you rich or dead. But I'm a ball on these niggas like that one man. I ain't talking Jordan, bitch. I'm going out like Kobe. Did. Yeah, I did a little bit, but still gonna talk my shit. Caught that nigga in the club with them hoes again, slid on him, dropped it in his drink, gave it a Cosby kick, fall back, watch that nigga start to nod a bit, pop him in his chest a few times, he gonna think the vodka hit. Bitch, I'm back home with that track phone. Long nights on that road till that pack gone. He said his money on my head, then go get it back, cause bitch, I'm back home, and ain't no nigga came to see about that. I got some niggas that'll find out where your mama at. Pull up in that Dodge Caravan to bring the fourth back. Buckshot hit her head, rearrange her tracks, knock the bitch brain out her head until her baby lap metal warm in that kitchen i ain't talking jacks bitch i'm cold with it no a spell that bring the hypes back niggas said they looking for us we all really here cause bitch we fishbowl round dirty with like four smacks bullets hit his stomach rearrange his whole six pack i got some niggas with them drums who be wildin out when you see that nick that mean it's time to bring them cannons out i'ma talk a little shit just this one time for all you niggas 24 and up living with your mom first you get the dog you get the yay, third started line, little nigga, and then you hit the bay. You know you out here getting to it when they start to hate. Keep your circle small, cause they'll turn on you any day. Just when you touch your first 10, throw it in the safe. And Looney, that's my boy. When I was hurt, he came to my aid. I'm talking down to my last, he offered me a plate. When he was down to his last, I made sure he's straight. Real mud, brothers. He stopped shooting, I'ma catch the fade. So on my first day out, this what y'all wanna hear? I was really going crazy off that boy and girl. Cuz showed to take the stand on me like a volunteer. Caught his ass lacking, left him hanging like a chandelier. Milwaukee's best young slapper, I 
ain't talking beer. Cosmo and Wanda, when I'm whipping, I make grist appear. Slapping always made it happen. That's what got me here. Twelve flick this coupe, they won't get close enough to touch the rear. Got this bitch stuffing shit like she a build. The bear reach your hand behind these tents. I'm going back to Dodge for years. I ain't even 21, but I got shots in here. Cut that flash on and left him stiff like a fucking deer. I know he hit when he said woo like he Ric Flair. I'm only 19, but if you push me, I'll take it there. Jumped off the okay, porch okay, at 13. Okay. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Don't get them folks all that. They gotta wait till that shit come out. Hell no. Nah. I told y'all. I told y'all. I told y'all. Hell no. Nah. Calm down, big DJ. Don't don't do it to them folks, man. Hold on. Hold on. I told y'all I got a killer. I told y'all I got a killer. Grab the man. Hell yeah. Come on, DJ. Stop. Stop, DJ. Stop. Stop, DJ. Stop, my boy. Stop, my boy. Hell no. I told y'all. I told y'all. Hey, man, when this nigga dropping, bro? Man. Wait, what y'all got? When this nigga dropping, man? Man, uh, we working on it now. We putting it together. You know, we can't rush the process. We in the pot with it right now, Witty. Yeah, we got a nice little brew coming out this month. Yeah, yeah, y'all gonna see. We gonna let y'all know. We gonna have an exclusive with DJ Jerry first. Can't wait. Yeah, can't wait. You already know what the fuck it is, man. DJ Jerry, aka the Voice of the Streets. Step motherfucking mixtape trappers radio, man. Devito, Will, DJ, man. What's happening, man? We all in this motherfucker. Let's get it. Yeah.